Today is Monday, February 12th. The title for our devotional is Our Kingdom Value. Yesterday was what we call a Welcome Sunday. On Welcome Sundays, I try to give people a glimpse into who we are as a church, our mission, vision, and values. We also shorten up the service a little bit to give everyone time to hang out in the lobby and get to know one another while munching on some donuts. Mmm, donuts. Imagine me saying that like Homer Simpson and you got it. All right, our theme for this Welcome Sunday is the Kingdom of God. The simplest, most concise definition of the Kingdom of God that I've heard at least comes from uh, my new my biblical theology professor, Dr. Wayne Johnson. And when I was at Trinity, he said the kingdom is God's people in God's place, ruling under God's authority. Uh, in the table below on the devotional page, I give you a good idea of the kingdom theme throughout scripture. It's a consistent theme from the Old into the New Testament, but it changes with Jesus. That's where uh, the continuity and discontinuity of the theme come into play. So in the Old Testament, God's people was the people of Israel. In the New Testament, it becomes the church. In the Old Testament, God's place was the promised land. In the New Testament, it becomes all creation. In the Old Testament, God's authority, uh, ruling under God's authority, meant obeying the law of Moses for the people of Israel. In the New Testament, ruling under God's authority means uh, obeying and the teachings of Christ. Kingdom is a core value of ours at LifeBridge. We seek first the kingdom of God and center our lives around Jesus. God's will is our highest priority and the primary lens through which we view the world. Tomorrow, we'll see some of the teachings of Jesus that ground this value, but for today, notice the key statements in this value statement. Kingdom of God is our first priority. That means the kingdom is what we pursue first, not self-satisfaction or our personal goals or ambitions. It is the kingdom of God that we pursue first. Secondly, our lives are then centered on Jesus, or to use Peter's analogy from a few weeks ago, Jesus is the cornerstone that the church builds their lives upon. What Jesus says is right and true and good and takes precedent over what we think is right and true and good. We follow Jesus first and others only in as much as they agree with Jesus. Third, we are not then ultimately in pursuit of our will, reaching our ambitions and goals. Instead, success for us is to do the will of God. God's will will conflict with our selfish ambitions. When it does, we seek to surrender to his will and follow his path. This may mean rejection from the broader Christian or secular community. It may mean suffering and loss. It may look like a failure according to the standards of success in the world. Yet, for we who value the kingdom above all else, doing God's will is the ultimate success. Fourth, the kingdom of God is the primary lens then through which we view the world. We filter the news of the day primarily through the lens of the kingdom. We filter the decisions of how to use our personal time through the lens of the kingdom. We filter our family values through the kingdom lens. We filter our financial priorities through the kingdom lens. We filter our political views through the lens of the kingdom. Like glasses before our eyes, everything in and out filters through the lens of God's kingdom. We flush this value out a little further in our vision statement, where we desire to be a kingdom-bringing community. In this type of community, we work to do our part in bringing the kingdom of God to earth, knowing that only Jesus can do this and only Jesus can perfect his work. Our calling as Christians is to primarily seek the kingdom of God and to live in his kingdom. That is, to live under the authority of Christ, root our identity and our citizenship in the kingdom of God, share the good news that the king of all creation is Jesus, and all without distinction are welcome into this kingdom. We know that we cannot do this work without Jesus, and we will never finish it until he 
returns. So we abide in Christ and we put our hope in him. Yet we pursue it because that's what he called us to do. In pursuing it, we find peace in our purpose and joy in our calling. Another aspect of being a kingdom-bringing community is that we compassionately seek justice for the oppressed and the marginalized, knowing that they bear the image of God. One of the key ideas in the kingdom of God is that all people are created in the image of God, and therefore, all people have dignity. Therefore, all people are precious. This should lead us to care for all people. It leads us to pursue justice for those who are victims of injustice. It leads us to pursue charity for those who are in need. Another aspect is that we gather to worship, longing for and inviting more of the presence of God. The kingdom of God expands when the people of God expands and have a greater awareness of the presence of God. Therefore, the first and foremost aspect of living in the kingdom of God is desiring more and more of the presence of God. Reflection time today. Um, look back through the aspects of God's kingdom in our value and in our vision. And how have you seen this value lived out at LifeBridge? If you can think of any stories and would like to share them, I would love to hear them. So please send me an email, john, J-O-H-N, at lifebridge.church, uh, with any stories that you can think of that reflect our kingdom value.